Wildcard weekend starting off with crossover Thursday. Dallas Cowboys visiting your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got Marcus Mosier here to tell us why the Dallas Cowboys don't measure up to Tom Brady and the Bucks. Love crossover Thursday. Let's get it started here on Monday. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Bucks and the Locked On Cowboys podcast, both part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listener, your first view of the day. I am David Harrison of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation's BucksGameDay.com. He is Marcus Mosier of Pro Football Focus and so many other amazing things that you need to make sure you're following. We are also on Twitter. Marcus is at Marcus underscore Mosier. I am at D Harrison 82 and we are your locked on host for this crossover Thursday presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and easy to play. No competing with other players. It's just you versus the projections. You select two to five players and they score more or less than their prize picks projection and you predict it correctly, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It takes literally less than 60 seconds to enter. It's super easy. We love prize picks. We know you will too. First time users, you get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on all one word. That's prizepicks.com promo code locked on. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view every single day. And Marcus, it's playoff time. The Dallas Cowboys are in the postseason. Tom Brady is in the postseason. And let's be honest, the NFL is a better place when those two things are real. But I'm already hearing, Marcus, from so many people, the Dallas Cowboys looked dead against the Washington Commanders, which means they have no way of competing in the playoffs. Tell them why they're right, because I know you're going to tell them they're wrong. (laughs) Well, because the Cowboys just haven't played all that well the last couple of weeks, right? They like super yeah. flat against Sam Howell, the commanders in week 18. They let Josh Dobbs and the Titans, that skeleton squad of the Titans, uh, keep up with him through three and a half quarters. Uh, they barely beat Gardner Minshew. They almost lost to Jeff Driscoll and Davis Mills. Uh, they lost to the Jags in Jacksonville. Like they, they really have not played an excellent game in a while. Yeah. But none of that really matters when you get to the playoffs because it's it's a new season, David. And you know that. Oh, absolutely. And, and listen, I will tell you too. You know, I can only speak for one game, so uh, a lot of a lot of my listeners know this already. Some of your listeners may know this already from our crossovers before. But I also cover the Washington Commanders. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but I will tell you that multiple Washington Commanders players told me the Dallas Cowboys players just simply weren't really putting in that much effort, and it wasn't taken as the Dallas Cowboys players don't put in effort. It's, Dallas Cowboys players just kind of waiting for the wild card round. So well, it, it, take that with a grain of salt. Listen, you and I talked last week on a crossover show, and that field is terrible. And is, I think guys were a little cautious of their footing. They didn't go all out. You saw Dak drifting in pockets, right? Making sure that people did roll up on him. I just get the sense that the Cowboys are going to play with a much different type of uh, urgency and energy yeah. here on Monday night. Absolutely. Yeah, the energy is definitely going to be different from the Dallas Cowboys. So if you're banking on what you saw week 18 for the Dallas Cowboys on why you're making your predictions for this weekend, I would probably write that one off. Go to some other. There's there's obviously some other games like Marcus, you just said. There's also some other games from the Buccaneers that you can point to to say this is why this team's probably not going to be very good. 
in the playoffs. And I'll be honest, there's been plenty of Bucks fans that have said to us, Marcus on Locked on Bucks, the Buccaneers are one and done this season in the offseason or in the postseason. And they could be true. I mean, one of these teams is going to be one and done, right? There are no ties in the playoffs, and one of these teams has no next week. But the Buccaneers are coming into this game looking to maintain offensive momentum from their final two games. I'm talking about the starters, which is really the majority of the last six quarters, not even a full six quarters, but the majority of them. But in that time frame, in the last six quarters, Tom Brady is 47 of 62 pass attempts at 76%. Mike Evans, who only played in four of those quarters, has 10 catches on 12 targets for 207 yards, three touchdowns. Chris Godwin in those six quarters, 15 catches on 16 targets for 175 yards. And the Buccaneers offense has produced scoring opportunities in a clean 50% of their drives, nine of 18. They didn't all produce points, missed field goals, blocked field goals, stuff like that. But they have produced scoring opportunities in 50% of their games. The average game runs about 12, 13 possessions, give or take, maybe 11 if there's a lot of running and a lot of running clock. So if you produce five, six, maybe close to seven scoring drives against the Dallas Cowboys, and if you're the Buccaneers, you feel fairly confident that you could come out of that game with a win. Plus, there's also the potential return of Ryan Jensen. Robert Hainsey, the center that went down against the Atlanta Falcons' injury, doesn't seem too severe. And I think, I mean, everybody says the NFL loves to set up the Dallas Cowboys for success, right, Marcus? But they also say they love to set up Tom Brady for success. So maybe Monday night allows Ryan Jensen to come back, or maybe Monday night just gives the Cowboys more time to prep uh, against the Buccaneers. But for the Bucs, that six-quarter streak of offensive efficiency that we're suddenly seeing uh, is exactly what they're looking to maintain coming into wild card weekend. Yeah, and for the Cowboys, they're getting healthy, right? And they're actually this extra, I'm going to call it two days because they very easily could have played on Saturday. But now that they're playing on Monday night, it allows somebody like Leighton Van Rush, who's missed the last four games uh, with the Stinger, to be ready. Jonathan Hankins, their defensive tackle, who they traded for uh, before the deadline, he's been out with a pec strain. He's been able to get back and practice. Deron Bland, uh, one of their most important defensive backs, he got hurt on Sunday. Seems like he's going to be ready to go. So the good news is, David, it seems like on Monday night, you're going to get both of these teams relatively healthy going into this wild card matchup. Yeah, absolutely. Offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich out there in Tampa uh, telling the media on Wednesday that this is the healthiest this team has been since uh, training camp. OTAs was one of the two. It was offseason program, um, preseason program. I don't know that I believe that. There's been some things that Byron Leftwich has said over the season that I don't know that I necessarily believe, but he's there on the inside on a daily basis. I'm out here, uh, so we're going to go ahead and lean on his word. But either way, I mean, it looks like both these teams – if they're not completely healthy or as healthy as, they, as they've been, quote unquote, you're going to be going into a playoff game. Exactly. Right? And that's all you can ask for. All the weapons should be on the field, which is going to give the fans uh, and us watching this game late on Monday nights, um, a game worth watching for sure. And uh, we've got matchups coming up that we're going to talk about, which are going to accelerate or accentuate rather uh, the match, the, the parts of this game that are going to be worth watching outside of just the fact that it's a playoff game. So, of course, you're going to want to watch it. But first, we're going to talk about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get your latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, esports. Got it all at betonline.net. And if you love your sports podcast, which you probably do because you're listening to us, you can find those at Bet Online as well. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. This episode is also brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. We're really geeked out about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Football 
GM who's not geeked out about it is my wife because uh, the phrase you're still playing that or are you playing that again has come out of her mouth multiple times since we picked up this sponsor. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM or managing your own football franchise, which let's be honest, you have. You're a football fan. We all do it. We've all done it. Your dream can now come true, and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. Play through the season. Lead your team to glory because you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, and all the ups and downs of the season. If you don't want your starting quarterback to start the final week of the regular season, you can pull him because you have control over all of those types of things. In this challenging and realistic game world, Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play as you go as you want, when you want. Locked on listeners, you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code Locked On all caps, in the game store. That's Locked On all caps. Make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Diving into wildcard matchups here is Dallas Cowboys visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the third time in the last two seasons. Opened the season against the Buccaneers. This year, opened up against them. Last year, lost both of those, so they're out for revenge, out to move on to the divisional round. After you're done listening to this conversation, please listen to the Locked On NFL podcast for your daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, in-depth analysis on the biggest game, NFL key predictions every Friday and Monday. Your local insiders cover the weekend with Game to Game episodes. Locked On NFL available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Marcus, what is the first matchup you are just dying to see take place on Monday night. So I think we're going to see Trevon Diggs on Mike Evans. And we saw it a little bit in week one. Mike Evans caught a touchdown, but for the most part, Diggs did a pretty good job. That's not the matchup. I'm curious and excited to see. It's the other ones, right? It's Chris Godwin in the slot. It's Julio Jones on the outside. The Cowboys have this star rookie corner, Deron Bland, who has five interceptions this year. You can beat him. He's going to give up catches, but he is a playmaker. It's the other one. It's Julio Jones, because we saw in week one, David, Julio Jones looked great, made a couple of big plays down the field, and that's when the Cowboys had Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis playing. There is a really good chance that the Cowboys' second starting cornerback in this game on the outside is Xavier Rhodes, who has not played a single snap for them yet this year. Like there's a good chance that he's opening this game as a starter. He was with Buffalo a little bit earlier this year. (laughs) It's terrifying (laughs) if you're a Cowboy fan. It's terrifying, but there's no great options. So they're going to be searching between Trayvon Mullen, Xavier Rhodes, Calvin Joseph, Nation, right? Like they're going to throw a bunch against the wall and hope something sticks. If, If the Cowboys can somehow somehow win that matchup. I think they've got a great chance to win this game. Yeah, and of course, they're going to try to use Micah Parsons as many ways as they can to try to help that secondary, maybe not have to play in coverage as long. And that, that's really, that's my first matchup that I'm looking for here. Uh, and in fact, it's kind of a repeat. Last week, it was Sam Howell versus Micah Parsons because the rookie, how is he going to stand that pressure? This time, it's Tom Brady versus Micah Parsons because he has to stand that pressure. Literally, he can't run away from Micah Parsons. It's just not going to happen. I don't know if you saw the story, Marcus, but uh, apparently some Bucks players challenged Tom Brady to a full field race, and they said they would give him a 50-yard head start, oh, and he turned it down for uh, obvious reasons. Um, so obviously, look, it's it's Micah Parsons versus Tom Brady, but right, it's really Micah Parsons versus the offensive line, Micah Parsons versus 
Byron Leftwich, offensive coordinator, is going to game plan the protections. And Tom Brady, who's going to call the protections? Ryan Jensen, potentially, who's going to be back out there? And look, if Ryan Jensen is out there, honestly, I would expect the Dallas Cowboys to test him early because we know he's the lifeblood of this offensive line. He's got a nasty yep. personality, gets flagged sometimes for that personality, but he also encourages his teammates with that personality. But I think that this is the postseason. Michael Parsons is looking to make his mark on the 2022 NFL playoffs. Everybody knows how good he is, how great he is. A great draft pick uh, that some people at the time, if you, I'm sure you remember, worried that maybe he was going to slide because of some off-field uh, past issues that maybe you know we're going to plague him. I think some teams were trying to get him to slide so that they could outsmart the Cowboys, but Dallas wisely took him anyway. And Tom Brady is looking to ward off yet another young star who's trying to send him to retirement. Just usually it's a quarterback. Dak Prescott is his has been one of those young quarterbacks, not again necessarily against Brady. Uses Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. But now that we're in the NFC, I think Micah Parsons is the next young star on the rise looking to send Tom Brady off to the retirement home. So, And I think that's going to be a crucial part of how this game goes. Yeah, and then the one, just kind of the flip side, I'm curious to see what Tampa does rushing the quarterback. Because if you remember in the first matchup in this game, Shaq Barrett just kind of had his mm -hmm. way with the Cowboys offensive line. I think he had like four or five pressures, three hurries. Um He's not going to be there, right? He, he's he got a season-ending injury. So yeah. does Todd Bowles blitz more? Do we see more of Devin White rushing the passer? Do uh, I, I'm just curious to see what Tampa Bay does to try to affect Dak Prescott because it yeah. does feel like to me if the Cowboys can protect against a four or even a five-man front, right? If they're in their base three-four and they're rushing you know, the five guys, if the Cowboys can protect Dak I think there's going to be guys open. We, we've seen mm -hmm. Tampa give up some big plays in the passing game this year. Can Tyler Smith, who's likely to start at left tackle in this game, can he hold up? Can Tyron Smith at right tackle hold up? If the answer is yes, I expect the Cowboys have a good day passing the ball. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, look, as much as they've kind of, we can call it struggled to beat some teams that look really beatable, the Cowboys have been putting up points. And I think that's something that cert certainly should be looked at as, as a potential strength and this Buccaneers defense is going to have their hands full trying to stop. I don't expect this to be like the week one 2022 matchup, not just because no. of Shaq, but because these two teams are very, very different than what they were uh, at the start of the NFL season. I mean, honestly, at the start of the NFL season, we thought the Buccaneers might break records in the running game. Turns out they have the league's worst running game, but they do have Rashad White, who's kind of in involved or injecting a little bit of juice, a little bit of energy. But I'm going to stick right there with that matchup. I'm just going to flip this a little bit because mm -hmm. Creating pressure on Dak Prescott is exactly the way the Buccaneers need to go, but it's not just on defense. It's also on offense. Offense yes. turns into defense when you put points on the board and force your opponent to get a little bit more one-dimensional than they want to be. Obviously, seven points in the first quarter, not going to make the Dallas Cowboys just completely turn into a pass-happy team. At least it shouldn't, right? But the more points you can put up, and that's kind of where I go to that main storyline of the last six quarters and the 50% you know, scoring opportunity uh, percentage and all that stuff, if they can do that to Dak Prescott, Dak is already under a little bit of pressure. There are people starting to lose. Like Dak Prescott was at one point in time the shooting star type of, of quarterback in the National Football League. I think some of that shine is starting to fade a little bit. People are starting to maybe doubt Dak. One and three right now in the postseason. Interceptions in three of those four games. A 61% playoff completion percentage for Dak Prescott. We've seen him make some bad decisions under uh, pressure and, and not just pressure from the defense, but situational pressure. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that is a weapon that you can try to use against a quarterback that has a lot to prove and is starting to run out of a little bit of time 
to really kind of prove that he is still one of the elite quarterbacks in the National Football League outside of Dallas. No Cowboys fans love them some back. Right. No, you're that. right, though. Like but Outside would, of Dallas, it's starting to fade a little bit. I would say the approval rating has dropped a few points, right? Like yes, if we're talking, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Um, the good news is, I think he, what, he tied for the lead in interceptions this year. The last time that we've yeah. seen a quarterback lead the NFL in interceptions and win a Super Bowl in the same season was Matt Stafford, who happened to do it last year with the Rams who happened to beat Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Right. Mm. So listen, it can happen. It's not yeah. just because you throw a few interceptions doesn't make you a bad quarterback. So right. can Dak get hot like Stafford did in the playoffs last year? It's possible. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You say a lot of interceptions, bad quarterback and Buccaneers fans have immediately flinch and start having the number three. <laughs> well, we've got 30. 30 is a little excessive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little much. It's a little much. But yeah, I mean, look, that early scoring, that pressure on Dak, uh, that's where the Buccaneers, you know, obviously you want to get pressure from Todd Bowles' defense, but you definitely need to get it on the scoreboard as well. So a lot of interesting matchups coming in this game. We'll see if Joe Tryon Schwenka maybe can become a young star in this playoff uh, race and, and maybe make a name for himself as well. But we know that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for a lot of people. How's it going to turn out? Who's going to win this game? We're going to tell you here in just a moment. But first, if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and the calories involved, then you've got to try of Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal and a lot of people's goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise on the taste, then we've got just the right thing for you. Built Bars, you got to try Built because with Built, health is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You're not even going to think they're good for you. Perfect for any New Year's resolution or just any life goal you have that involves your health. What makes them so good? For starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, not the fake stuff. And they come in un unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, which is one of my all-time favorites, and coconut almond for you coconut lovers out there. Not sure how they do it, but the bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better, amazing macros means they're healthy. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, packing a whopping 17 grams of protein. So you don't need to wait to get a box anymore. It used to be you had to go to built.com, wait for the mail to come. You can still do that if you want to. But if you have a Walmart or a Sam's Club nearby, you can head there and get yourself some built bars Right now, right after this episode, right after you listen to Locked On NFL, go get yourself some boxes. Go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, get yourself a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're near a Sam's Club, get yourself a 13-bar box of some hit flavors like brownie batter and churro. You can thank us later. Prediction time here for the wildcard matchup, Monday night football wildcard matchup, super wildcard, right? They're calling it nowadays. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, NFC South Division champions for the first time, back-to-back -back years for the first time in franchise history. I mean, the NFC South's Man. not super old, but that's still kind of amazing. Uh, hosting the Dallas Cowboys, who have been to the playoffs a lot. Unfortunately for Cowboys fans, it's been a while since they've gotten to the top of the mountain, but they are favored, right, by two and a half points, which uh, some Bucks fans find a little bit insulting. Marcus, who is going to come out on top of this so because I am a this a millennial cowboy fan, that my instant reaction is just to say the Bucks because the Cowboys always struggle in round one of the playoffs. But yeah. David, to me, this really feels like a coin flip game for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't see Tom Brady blowing out this Cowboys team just because the offense hasn't been it's the least explosive offense in the NFL. It would be weird for them to catch fire now that we get into the playoffs, right? Yeah. But that would just be so strange. Um, but at the same time. I don't see Dallas blowing out Tampa Bay because it's still Tom Brady. Like he's going to figure out a way to keep this game close. So to me, it 
feels very much like a coin flip type of game. It mm-hmm. comes down to uh, you know the last possession or two. I'll I, I never do this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna predict Dallas to actually win <laughs> this game. It, it, but I think it's gonna be ugly. I think like a twenty yeah. to seventeen type of game where. You know, both teams try to establish the run. A lot of short passes, mm-hmm. uh, and ultimately a turnover or two is going to be the difference here. I, but again, I could totally see this game going either way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got a similarly close score, a little bit higher of a scoring game overall. Um, but I go back to those initial numbers in, in the first part of the show. Coming out of the win over the Carolina Panthers where the Buccaneers clinched the NFC South, I wanted them to sit their starters. Todd Bowles wanted them to keep up the momentum, try to build some other things. The biggest change this Buccaneers team has seen this season from last and the Super Bowl year before that is at the head coach position. Bruce Arians is much more of a freewheeling, Tom, what do you want to do type of head coach. Todd Bowles is much more of a conservative, coaches run the show, players you do what the coaches tell you to. Keep the game close. Type of guy. Right. And I feel like that's why we've seen this decline in the offense because Byron Leftwich is now more involved in the offense maybe than he was the last two years, and that is affecting things from a conservative state, making things more conservative, right? I wonder, and I'm starting to wonder, if what we saw in Carolina, we saw a little bit in the beginning part of that Atlanta Falcons game, is more Tom Brady, a little bit less Byron. Now that we're getting near the tournament, maybe Todd Bowles saying, you know what? Now it's time to take the leash off a little bit. Now it's time to loosen the straps a little bit. Let's go ahead and do things a little bit more like 2020, 2021. If we, if that's true and we see that, then I think we're going to see the Buccaneers score more points than they have really for most of the season. But I go back to the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they've struggled against some teams they probably shouldn't have, but they've also been putting up points while they're going through some of those struggles. So I see a little bit of a higher score. I think 27-24 is how this game ends, and I do think the Buccaneers pull off the home win. But like you, I mean, it's a field goal. That's yep. an interception, a fumble, a punt return, like anything can turn that yep. thing on its head. Bottom line, though, Marcus, it's going to be a really good game. So let's recap this real quick. What is the biggest storyline for the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, uh, it's just can they play better? Can they can they kind of shake off the rust? David, you and I have basically known that this was going to be the playoff game for a month now, maybe two yeah. months now. Like mm-hmm. we we've just kind of known. Uh, and it seems like the Cowboys are coasting. Can they shake off that rust and come out with a sense of urgency that we didn't see from them in round one of the playoffs last year? Yep. Absolutely. And for the Buccaneers, uh, really, it looks like the last six quarters of starter football for the offensive standpoint, if that makes sense, has kind of shaken off maybe a little bit, maybe woken up from their from their slumber a little bit. Can they maintain that again? 50% scoring opportunities on recent drives. Tom Brady's throwing the ball uh, at, at an insanely accurate rate lately. Can they continue that? And then my key matchups, Marcus, Tom Brady versus Micah Parsons because Micah Parsons is yep. just that dude. And it's it's always going to be quarterback versus that guy. you got to survive that in order to do anything else. And then causing pressure on Dak Prescott, whether it's through the scoreboard, the defense immediately, or just putting him in crunch time situations where, unfortunately, sometimes he's crumbled. And for me, it's the other receivers not named Mike Evans against the other Cowboy corners not named Trevon Diggs, right? Like, can one of those guys step up if not, and if Tampa Bay is creating a lot of big chunk plays down the field, Cowboys are going to have a hard time slowing down Tom Brady. Absolutely. And look, we both have close predictions. We both think this could could turn on a play or two. Marcus, you got the Dallas Cowboys winning. Your fans, your listeners, your viewers are going to love that. I've got the Buccaneers winning. My listeners, my viewers are going to uh, enjoy that, I'm sure. Some of them might actually disagree with it as well. But 
Uh, either way, we both predicted a close game, which means it's a good game and it's a good experience for the fans, even though someone uh, we're talking we're talking mock drafts on Tuesday, probably not Tuesday as early as that. But we are talking mock drafts as soon as next week <laughs> on one of these shows. We still got two episodes dropping before this game actually kicks off. So in the meantime, we thank you for being here and we hope that you come back and join us on Locked On Buccaneers, Locked On Cowboys podcast for your first listen and for your second listen. Again, check out Locked On NFL, bringing you local insights you love from the national spotlight, daily conversation with the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. For Marcus Mosier, host of Locked On Cowboys on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. I'm Dave Harrison, Locked On Bucks on Twitter at tharrison82. If you're out about, please be safe. Kind of one another. Enjoy the super wildcard weekend. And thank you for joining us for this crossover Thursday episode of Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.